When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Welcome to the family with Hackmaster, Rob W. Basham, MD. Alex Brambernard Rasmussen. The queen wearing her crown with her wolf pack, Catherine Brandt. What? What? Oh my God. Now what that the she's. Hell is that? Somebody what? on the Peloton class said that, and now oh, that's all she ever oh talks God. about. Oh she's God. said it to me four times since yesterday. No. It just no. cracks me up. Sorry. Well, Andy Brambernard. All right. <laughs> Well, we'll be right back with Kristen Burt and the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful. No question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say, why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state, so we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. Tom here from my friends at Walzer Automotive Group with some exciting news. Walzer is rolling out Walzer Care on new and most used cars they sell in Minnesota. Well, Walzer Care is a powertrain warranty with coverage for 10 years or 150,000 miles. Powertrain coverage is like major medical coverage for your car. Engines, transmissions, all the really expensive stuff is covered. In addition, Walzer Care includes 24-hour roadside assistance. Lock your keys in your car, run out of gas, have a flat tire. Guess what? Walzer has your back. The best thing about Walzer Care? It's free with purchase. That's right, I said free. So, if you're shopping for a new or used Subaru, Honda, Nissan, Mazda, Toyota, Buick, GMC, Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Ram, Hyundai, or Chevrolet, see my friends at Walzer. And get Walzer Care for free. Oh, Kristen's up. Where's Kristen? Uh, your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice messaging machine. Well, for Kristen. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Uh, Doing something. Too good to talk to us. On set one day. Post, too good to talk to us. Post-sag excitement. Is that what it is, the post-sag excitement? Probably. Oh, and the pre-Grammys excitement. Don't you just love how Hollywood will jump out of their ass to make sure that nothing they give awards to is American or has white men? That's <laughs> hilarious. I think that's so funny. I thought that somebody just called all the awards racist again. Racist? They will Parasite won. Parasite won Best Picture. It's not even in English. Oh. It's a Korean, South Korean movie. Okay. There are no honkies in it. How can that be racist? Is I it, don't know. Is it subtitled? Uh, I believe so. It would be hilarious yeah. if it wasn't. Yeah. It's in <laughs> Korean, but with no subtitles. So no just, one can actually know, know what the hell what's happening. And, and the other movie was just a story of a bunch of uh, burnout white guys in Hollywood that are, mm-hmm. that are, that are yep. you know, just, uh, I don't know. That, that was all. So that maybe that's the racism part of it. Not enough people uh, of darker skin. I got I to gotta tell you, this has got one of my favorite things on the morning show this morning. And I don't even get pissed off about this stuff. It's gotten so ludicrous, I find it funny. People have lost their minds. So a guy broke into a, uh, a uh, 
I don't know if it was a Walmart or it was something like a Walmart or Kmart or something like that, right? Broke in one night and set up a home in the ceiling of this uh, store, mm. right? He was living in the ceiling of the store, and at night he would drop down on the ceiling. And he had, uh, God, I can't remember how many cases of cigarettes, like uh, hundreds of boxes of cigarettes. That's what the most important thing to him. So then he would steal food, he'd steal cigarettes, all the rest of it. Uh, they they never did find him. They finally found that he was in there and chased him. They, they, well, he left before they could arrest him. So they don't know where he is. But here are your two comments from one news anchor. Uh, not news anchor, but one uh, from, from the cops. They said, uh, this is unbelievable. The guy taking advantage. You know, everything he stole, the people that come in there are going to have to make up for by paying more for what they buy and blah, 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 blah. And then they asked another woman named Sarah what she thought. And she said, oh, that's too bad because a, a homeless person had a place to live. <laughs> It's getting to be hilarious. Yeah. It's just, honest to God, this guy's a flat-out thief, but yeah. that's okay with you. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of, uh, you know, you can extend that to the uh, tragedy in Hawaii where someone was giving someone who was down on their luck a place to stay to uh, do some handiwork at their house, and then he ends up, sta- they, he, they try to evict him because of whatever reason, and uh, he stabs the woman and then kills two police officers. There you go. So, the, hey, you were nice to me. And burned down four or five houses or something. It was just a oh, horrific gosh, kind of gosh. scene there. Uh, awful, awful thing. So. I don't know how much more evidence we need that you can't fix crazy. Yeah, well, there is Sorry. that. Absolutely. We, we have a guest named Kristen. Who's, Who's our not guest? crazy? Kristen? Who's our guest? Hello. It's Kristen. I'm here. Oh, no, it's Kristen Burt. I'm Ta-da. back. Speaking of nut jobs, thank you very much. Great to be here. <laughs> You'll be here all night. <laughs> I will be here yeah. all night. Yeah, tip your weight staff. Tip your weight staff. I have a question for Dr. Basham, and I think Kristen. And Kristen, we were just talking about how uh, how I don't even get angry at political. No, no matter whether it's Democrats, Republicans, left, right, centrist, whatever it is, I don't. Even, I just read it and I go, "You people are all mentally ill. You're all nuts. Both sides, all sides. People are crazy." So the one thing I do have to ask is um, health care, Ralph. Yeah. Okay, the big argument now is that uh, because of this uh, impeachment, they've not been able to get to the Senate business with their blame and everything on McConnell. And I don't know anything about it. I think it's all of them. I don't think it's just McConnell. I think it's everybody, right? Yep. So the, Chuck Schumer claims, and I don't know if this is true or not. I'm just trying to learn something here. Chuck Schumer says that they 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 could put together a bill where everyone would get health care, everybody'd be covered, and he said that Chuck Schumer, not Chuck Schumer, but uh, Mitch uh, Mitch wouldn't uh, even look at it. He's holding. He's denying health care to most Americans. That's what he said. No, is he's that true? Free health care, maybe. But I think pretty so much any American so basically, can get health care if they go ask for it. No, well, yeah. Every American gets health care. Every American gets yeah. health care. Now, whether exactly the, right. Whether the hospital gets reimbursed for that health care may or may, may be a problem. But everybody gets health care. Everybody, if you have a problem, if you're sick, you yes. go to the ER, you're cared for. The period. So I don't understand. How is it legal for these politicians to just lie through their teeth and there's nothing we can do about it? And it's all of them. No, we're not a, there are some decent people in office. Uh, but most of them, 90% of them, are just lying scumbags in it for the money. Yep. Why, why are they allowed to lie like that? They're terrifying people. Good. They're causing anger and anguish and, and sorrow and all that's the rest of it. That's how you stay in power. But, yeah, that's how you stay in power, yeah. isn't it? But nobody exactly. wants to write the piece that challenges those lies. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, oh, no one wants to read the piece to challenge the lies because you have to add data that people don't want to wade through or try to understand or don't have the yeah. ability to understand because of their limited education. It, 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 it's just a quagmire. So that you, it's a, And then if it's liberal, no one wants to cover it because they're liberal. So, Kristen, I got some bad news for you, too, as a Californian. Oh, well, there's a lot of bad news here in California. So where do you want to start? <laughs> we'll start by telling you that I ran the numbers this morning. There are now 40 million people living in California. 40 million. 
Okay. I would, I would believe that um, just because of the traffic yep. and how much it's increased since I've even lived here. So you're ready for a horrifying number, a terrifying number. Okay. You ready? Half of all taxes, and I mean all taxes in the state of California, half of them are paid by 600,000 people. That's the same in the entire country. But 39.4 million people pay the How's other half. That possible? And most of it is nothing. The vast, vast majority of this country's taxes come from, I think it's like the top 25%, maybe even higher it than does, that. It does, yeah. So, Kristen, how do you feel about as a Californian? You've been out there for a long time. Mm-hmm. How can they keep saying everything's horrible, everything's terrible, oh, my God, where 600,000 people are paying all the bills how can they keep complaining about this? Go after the 39.4 that are paying nothing or very little. I mean, we're taxed up the wazoo here in California, so I don't I know. even know who <laughs> we are. It's bad. Um, and just getting worse, honestly. If anyone's been following the whole AB5 law that was passed against freelancers, um, no, it, it, I haven't. It, it, oh, so, okay, and this is, um, and I will also say for any of your listeners who are in New York, New Jersey, Illinois, and there's also a federal bill on the table for this as well, but it was designed, and I think, like, in theory, it's a great thing. In theory, it was designed to go after Uber and Lyft, uh, Instacart, some of those, oh, yeah. like, gig yeah. economy jobs to get better working conditions and better pay for all of uh, the people that work for them. Um, unfortunately, mm-hmm. they swept every single freelancer, with a few ex- exemptions like doctors and lawyers, um, into this freelancer bill, saying that you can no longer freelance, you have to pay everyone as an employee. So for small businesses, uh. all of a sudden, you know, adding on 30 more percent, 30% more for taxes um, mm-hmm. and, and things like that, yep. um, is putting a lot mm-hmm. of small businesses out of business. Oh yeah, they're and done. It was only an act January first, but people are being their their careers are being decimated left and right. It's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Once you add FICA, Why do we? Yeah. Once you add FICA, yeah. uh, unemployment insurance, and retirement, if there's a retirement plan, you know, you're up to twenty, thirty percent in a heartbeat. And what people don't realize is that um, this doesn't work a lot in the entertainment industry. If you're a musician and you're hiring five of their musicians for a one-off gig, oh, yeah. having to put them all yeah. on the payroll doesn't make any sense for one time only. Um, no. And so what this is is a union grab because the woman that wrote the bill, Lorena Gonzalez, who's an assembly woman from San Diego, is very pro-union. She had the AFL-CIO uh, help her write the bill, and um, unfortunately it's decimated people. The truckers, the trucking industry was... Uh, in a lot of trouble, but they've gotten a temporary restraining order. But I will tell you, oh many other God. states are looking at this, and it's on. It's the Democrats have uh, presented it as a federal bill as well. Okay, when are we going to band together and say we've had enough of you scumbags stealing our money? Because they are stealing our money. These politicians, every person other than Buttigieg running for president is a millionaire. Right. And I'll tell you another tip off. When two billionaires, well, first of all, when one billionaire already is president and two more want to be president, mm-hmm. uh, if, if $53 billion is not enough, and everybody in the United States knows who Michael Bloomberg is, so it's not a fame thing either. If you're worth $53 billion, there's enough money left over in the presidency to make you even more money, that's a terrifying prospect. It's a money grab. That's the whole. That yeah. job is nothing but a money grab now. Yep. It's disgusting. Yeah, because you even know when you Ugh. get out of office, the speaking fees you get, the book deal you're going to get. Yeah. Um, yep. I mean, Trump obviously has even more in his back pocket because of the hotels and golf courses and things like that as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the ROI is unbelievable. Return on investment. Right. It is. It is just really, really bad. And, and, and again, I, it's not a Democrat problem. It's not a Republican problem. It's a, a United States political problem. We have totally been got, got, gotten screwed over by our politicians. And sold down the river. Sold down yeah. the river by our government, it's damn true. it. It's true. It's true, though. No, it, it is. It is And true. that's exactly it, because, um, you know, this 85 thing is a Democratic bill, um, but there's plenty of things that the Republicans have done that we're just, we're, all we're doing is spinning our oh, wheels yeah. on either side. And we're getting nothing yep. done to help the country and help people that really do need help in this country. Because 
I can walk outside and I'll tell you, we got an opioid slash homeless problem going on right now. Yep. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And nothing yeah, that I love. Oh, oh no, go ahead, go ahead. Tom. So sorry. No, mine's off topic a bit. Go ahead. Oh, I would just. Uh, I think Kristen's absolutely right. It, it is a bipartisan responsibility mm-hmm. not to have it done is. anything. I mean, it was a Republican, yep. the president, who sort of opened up institutionalization or reduced institutionalization to help yeah. people or to get them in a controlled environment for care. And you know, and, and, and everybody else has supported this and to turn a blind eye to the fact that many of these people need serious help. Either they need help with their addiction, they need help with their psychiatric problems, and yeah. then the homeless part goes away because these people are helped we get them into a workforce or into a support system that they're cared for and it's not happening and it's 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 a horrible tragedy horrible tragedy all right so i have a question for everybody because i talked about a little bit about this before but not at length though I, i would like to know why it is that i am now on medicare right because you're old Mean spirited, Andy. Mean spirited. You are well seasoned or experienced. Well seasoned. Why don't you both pipe down down is what I have to say. (laughs) Unbelievable. But in any case, so out of my check, every two weeks comes Medicare and Social Security. I'm still paying because I'm still working, right? Ralph, you're in the same boat. You're yeah. still paying, right? Sure. Okay. Yeah, you're, you're a government's dream. So we <laughs> oh, pay and pay yeah. and pay and pay. And then I go on Medicare, and my Medicare payment's all in Medicare, you know, CMS Medicare and Part A and Part B and all the parts you need. My monthly bill for that is higher than private insurance. <laughs> because wow. according to our federal government, I make too much money. Mm-hmm. Yep. How can they do this to people? Uh, it's it, and look, I don't because care. Whatever can. it is, what it is, but so basically, now that I'm paying into it and I'm paying for it, I'm paying twice as much as I used to pay. Lucky you. <laughs> yeah, isn't it great? Well, it's just wonderful. Well, don't you think that the major problem that we have right now is the Democratic Party is just OCD? They're completely yeah. obsessive compulsive disorder about yeah, this impeachment are. and about hating Trump so they can't get anything else. And they get applauded for it yeah. so much and they get so much attention for being OCD that they can't get anything else done. And the Republicans right. refuse to they, – they, they're, they're really great with dealing with the economy and all that kind of stuff. But when it comes to social issues, right. they don't know what they're doing. They don't yeah. know. They don't seem to care. So somebody's got to get in between here and, and figure this out. And all of this psychosis on both sides has got to go away. I like it. I agree. I like the take. I think with this impeachment, too, all it does is guarantee for those that don't want to see Trump in office another four years, I think it guarantees him another four years. Yeah. Personally. Kind of looks like it, doesn't it? It yeah, because does. Because they've been like acting like asses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how are you doing on time, Andy? Uh, I'd say we're about good. Okay, well, let's take a break. Be right back. Kristen Burt will come on and tell us exactly what we can do to, to remedy this situation. Won't you, yeah, I have all the answers. Yeah, she's got all the answers. We can right only hope. With the family. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Great to have you here, Michael. Always a pleasure to be with you, Tommy. So you're splitting the tab at lunch or pitching in on a gift for a coworker. Maybe you got to pay that football pool entry fee and you need to settle up now. What do you do if you don't have cash on hand? You could use one of those third-party transferring services that comes with fees and takes days. But how secure are they? Why not send money quickly and safely with the click of a button without the hassle of a middleman? What's the answer, Michael? The X-Chat Gap, brought to you by your local community bank. It's safe, secure, and simple to use. The X-Check app. Simply add a new contact by entering their name, phone number, and email into the app. Enter a dollar amount and then initiate the transfer. To accept the payment, the contact simply enters their bank information through a secure link sent via text or email. X-Check. Safe and simple from my banker, North American Banking Company. A better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. 2020 never looks so good. Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. With 2020 upon us, it's time to ditch the contacts and pitch the glasses. Take it from me. It's one of the best things you can do for yourself in the new year. I've never looked back from having LASIK myself. And with Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, you can trust you're amongst the best in the business. 
Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. The great people at Whiting Clinic will take fantastic care of you, just like they did for me. Call 855-554-2020 or visit whitingclinic.com online to schedule your free LASIK consultation. Imagine 2020 or better in 2020. And let 2020 be your best year yet with LASIK at Whiting Clinic. LASIK results may vary. Talk to your Whiting Clinic doctor about your individual outcome potential. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, I thought I was going to hit that. No, no, it's excessively long. This goes on for a very long time. It it goes on for a very long time. Here, let me just do this. Oh, there, there, speed it up. There you go. <laughs> now we're talking. Fast now we're cooking with gas. Okay, now that we solve the political problem by getting rid of everyone who's in office and starting all over again, which we might have to do, uh, it's time to talk to Kristen Bird about the SAG Awards and uh, all these other awards and um, what's going on in Hollywood, what's going on on television. Catherine and I watched a couple. We started watching Messiah, Kristen. Have you seen Messiah? I have not. Okay, it's on, what is it on, Catherine? Netflix? I, I never Hulu, know. Netflix, Probably. What, Netflix. I think it's on Netflix. It is. We've only watched yeah. the first episode, so I can't really tell if it's any good or not, because they're just setting it up. So we'll stay with you on that. Mr. In Between, which is on FX. We've really gotten to like that show. It's an Australian show about a hitman, but it's, he's a goofy bastard. God, so. is he ever. <clears throat> so, you know, that's very entertaining. There's some good stuff on TV right now. I mean, it really is where uh, everyone is going. If you take, I just did uh, some of the Television Critics Association, the winter tour, um, where the networks kind of lay out what's happening for mid-season replacements in the spring, what we'll see over the next few months. And one of the big themes of all the panels and every network was every big star is doing television now. There's no separation yeah. anymore yeah. between yep. movie stars and television stars. And I'll tell you, especially for women... They're getting more control because they're able to, you know, um, get the rights to a book, create um, work for themselves. Women over 40 are able to work continuously where before it used to be like a death sentence. Like, I turned 40, no one's going to hire me. They're they're able to grab more control of their career and actually tell more interesting stories. So, to me, television is a lot more interesting (laughs) to cover than films these days. I think you're right. It's, it's interesting because I, I think as little as 10 years ago, maybe, I don't think you hardly, I think you hardly ever saw a woman over 40 on a show. Very rare. Unless you were playing the yeah. grandmother or, you know, even yeah. if you look at something like 90210, I mean, the parents were there just to like add a little like moral tale to the story. They had four lines and then they were out. That was it. Um that doesn't, you know, that's totally changed. And I, I take a look at Jennifer Aniston, who just won the SAG Award the other night for the morning show. She's 50 mm-hmm. and probably just did the best work of her career in that series. Oh. And they're going on to season two. And I can't wait to see more because I love what they did with her character. Here's something perfectly indicative of the media right now. So if you Google SAG Awards, the three top stories that you get is Jane Seymour didn't wear underwear, uh, Jennifer Aniston's dress was see-through, and Helena Bonham Carter's thoughts on Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Oh, my God. Uh, Nothing wow. about the actual awards. <laughs> so drivel. In other yeah. words, drivel. Yeah. Just yeah. Like, yeah. Now that we're on, <laughs> and now they're on the red carpet. We're talking about the red carpet. Hey, her, and Jennifer Aniston's dress was not see-through. It was uh, fitted. In it, and she was obviously not wearing a brassiere. Oh well, she may have been, but it, it was it was very sheer with the, what she was wearing. I don't know if Jennifer Aniston has ever worn a bra in her life. Oh, oh uh, friends for, for a few seasons. Yeah, for yeah, real. it was just like never a bra. The studio was very cold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> constantly needed to be. But is it up a little bit? I will. I will say from someone who's done a lot of award shows, very few women are wearing undergarments just because there are too many lines. Um, if you have a fitted dress, you just go commando if you have to. Um, it'll yeah, work body, any right a now. body suit. Yeah, if you need to wear spanks, you'll wear spanks. But if uh, your body, if you're like 25 and your body's flawless, you're probably not wearing any undergarments. 
Because oftentimes the bras are built into the dress, and then you don't want any panty lines, so you don't wear any underwear. So off you go. Off you go. How do you so, watch morning show? Uh, it is on Apple TV. So if anyone purchased oh, an iPhone recently, you do get a free one-year subscription. Mm-hmm. So that is how we're watching it in our household. Okay. For Apple TV, though, they I mean, the big deal is once everyone's free subscription runs out, are they going to renew? Because yeah. you have competitors like Disney Plus that has a huge portfolio of amazing um television shows and movies that's really hard to compete with although in a year when they come out with the new iphone will that subscription renew when you buy the new iphone uh probably not is my guess i think think that this is like a one year here's your free deal Mm. away you go and and my disney plus subscription is free with verizon for one year so i will Mm. also have to renew but i I, we're watching a lot of disney plus in my house yeah we we are too that's i think one of two we've gotten rid of a lot of streaming we don't even have netflix anymore we just don't care about anything on it we mostly watch right. disney plus and hgtv now have you guys heard what the british citizens are saying now whenever Meghan markle says anything have you seen that no no what, no matter no matter no matter what Meghan markle says now doesn't matter as soon as she says something brits are going yeah okay yoko I'm breaking up the Beatles. (laughs) I broke up the Beatles. Now you broke up the royal family. Okay, Yoko. Although, for being honest, the royal family having squabbles is not exactly a new thing. No, 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 no. I know, but if you were Prince Harry, you 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 like are giving everything up to go live in Canada. He's not giving anything up. He says he's giving. He's it giving up. up a. Well, he's can't. He's not supposed to be His Royal Highness anymore. Well, he's only worth forty. They're going to wind up in Los Angeles, and I will tell you right now, they are going to look to what the Obamas have done. Yep. They're going to look to yep. what George Clooney and Amal have done. Uh, you know, yeah. George and Amal are very, very you know, civically minded, very into charity. I think that they'll model their career after that, and then they'll look to the Obamas and get like a huge Netflix deal. You watch, it is coming. Yeah, uh, these yeah. two are going to be fine. I'm not worried about them yeah. at all. and it's and it's all based on the fact that they're royals. I mean, that, that's that, that's it's all based on that. So they're not they're le- oh we're leaving the family, not really because no. you're still part of the family. I mean, title only. Yeah, that's right. Well, it's, but it's I, still, I like I mean, that they're he, doing something different because the royals are so stuffy and boring. I'm like, at least they're somewhat interesting and have a couple more layers to them. Maybe. Okay, Maybe. Yoko. Maybe. You know, if you want to give me forty I million I just, dollars, I just don't see and. But I don't get to I be just called don't see the prince. Any, then that's there's you know, no that's other charity. They can do as much charitable work as they want through the royal family. They don't have to break from the royal family to have their own foundation. That's they true. could do that. But they can do their so, own... So, I think you're they, right. They have their own self-interest. You know what I mean? Like, maybe they yeah, don't want I, to yep. I think the she wants to... Yeah, she wants to be on TV or movies or something. That's mm-hmm. what it, this is all about. I the, think. Yeah, probably true. She should buy part of Weight Watchers like Oprah. Yeah. What do you well, think? Were, she would get very I don't well blame known. her, though. They were so mean to her. I'd be like, I'm out of here. Who was? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Who was mean to her? The UK press was pretty brutal. Were they? They were, and there was a Didn't lot of undertones of racism to it. If you read, read some of, like, The Sun and The Daily Mail, which are two publications that they are suing, they were really awful to her. And here's more of it. Oh, thought, my God, he's the worst. <laughs> man, he's something else, isn't he? I thought it was only American white men that were racist. What happened? <laughs> the British press was just awful. <laughs> and yeah, Harry had well, no again, love for that. He, he's had contempt yeah. for them since his mother passed away, so... I kind of don't blame yeah. him. I'm just kind of like, do your own thing. Life's too short. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. And as I said, don't worry about those kids because Harry's already, or which one is he? I don't know. Harry? I think he's, yeah, oh, Harry. No. Harry. But he's worth like $40 million. Yeah. I don't think they're going to starve. You know, and and this all may be him going along with this or him being maybe even instigating this may be a result of him losing his mother as a child i mean that yeah, all yeah that that yep. it could be you know he's never gotten over that i don't know if anybody does but it, i bet you that's what's this may be just coming out now and that's an expression of that and so he's elizabeth's grandchild yeah okay yes 
I honestly I Indeed. can't keep track of it. I love you. He's like, I have no idea. Good for you for not knowing, honestly. Yeah, I know I Elizabeth. Like been bombarded with the royal news. And I know Henry VIII. Those are the two. Those are the two. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Just Henry, those well-rounded two. history. That Henry VIII was quite the guy. Well, God, uh, let if, me just tell you. If you told me to list the presidents, I could maybe get 20. Really? Yeah. I think that's pretty common. Yeah? Yeah, probably. Most people don't care. Yeah, I, like, I can do a lot of the very first ones and a lot of the very recent ones and anything in between uh-huh. yeah. like anything from exactly. the civil war era to world war 1 no nothing well you could do abraham lincoln well th- he was i mean like after the civil war era i should say oh after the civil war okay yeah i don't know whatever <laughs> it's uh, you know bill bitsman whatever the hell their name is they're all corrupt and pricks anyway <laughs> when was millard fillmore millard fillmore <laughs> <laughs> I know him because he has a funny name. <laughs> yes, that's exactly it. He has a funny name, and they're Millard Fillmore is our president. So in any case, yeah, we uh, we're just sitting here basically talking this that, and the other thing, and I, I just I love the fact that people are are worried about the royal family. Like, give me a break. They're billionaires. Yeah, no, they're fine. They're fine. Billionaires. I don't think anyone's worried about them. Well, some people are saying they are. That's all I'm saying. And something to think about is that this might be just an extension of the brand brand to America. Could be. They're extending their their royal brand so they can get a little bit more uh, PR and everything to America. Oh, I think they'll be wildly popular in Canada and the U.K. I mean, in Canada and the U.S. I, I really do, and I... I mean, everyone's, like, so doomsday about this whole thing, but I'm like, it's probably going to be the best thing that happens mm-hmm. to the royals, and they don't see it right now. Well, God, remember Princess Di? She was huge in the U.S. Yeah, she was huge. They're just trying to bring that she whole thing back. Yeah, they want that, they want I, that uh, revenue stream back. Yep. I suppose. Yeah, I suppose that's probably true. Um, Kristen, I have to ask you a question. So the SAG winner was Parasite. It's a, a Korean movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I believe it's subtitled. What's it about? Mm-hmm. It's Snowpiercer. It's, what, it's, it's Snowpiercer, is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah, there's some what similar is... threads, aren't there? If you think about it. Well, it's written by the same guy, so I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. What is Snowpiercer? Remember the train in the snow? Oh, yeah. God, we saw it. Was it. So bad. Oh, it was, it was so bad. This is basically Snowpiercer, but instead of a train, it's a mansion. Oh, God. And there's no snow. And that's the movie of the year. It's called Grass Pierce. Well, here's the interesting thing. It, from Screen Actors Guild, it's the Ensemble Award. But only 44% of the time does the Ensemble Award translate to an Oscar Best Picture. I think Parasite yeah. will win Best yeah. Foreign Film. But if you take a look at the last 10 years with the Producers Guild Awards, 80% of the time, the movie that wins there wins Best Picture. And that was 1917 this mm-hmm. past weekend. So I think mm-hmm. that we'll probably see 1917 as the best picture winner at the Oscars. Probably. Huh. It's anti-war, so it's good for the left, but it's like pro-heroes, so it's good for the right. Damn Everyone and wins. And it's artistic. Yeah. And it's that artistic. Big screen yeah. movie people. Do not go and like watch your screener if you're a member of the union. Go and watch on the big screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. I can't talk myself into doing it yet. It's too sad. I'll do it, though. I will see it. Yeah, I think you're going to like it. That makes me really so. sad. Yeah, Dan really liked it, but he was very emotional the next, like, 24 hours after watching it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it makes you realize that you're not taught any of this in school either. Yeah. Like, what exactly they went through in World War I. I mean, like, days of just constant in between the trenches. It was basically just, like, one perpetual explosion, which is why they couldn't just, like, charge and, you know, go. They couldn't go get them. If you went out of the trenches, you either got shot or you got blown up. So you had to just dig and dig and dig and probably lose your foot. And that, and that, also, in that wonderful invention, the machine gun, sort of was another That's problem. That's exactly, yeah, because Uh, with the machine gun, yeah, you could literally just like a hundred people coming at you. Who cares? You got a machine gun. So, yeah, war definitely changed. That's why tanks were such a huge deal, because once tanks came out, Machine guns couldn't do anything about tanks, so the tanks just rolled over the machine guns. So then they invented, you know, rocket-propelled grenades, and the tanks couldn't do anything about that. Can we get better armor? Exactly. It's an arms race. Yikes. 
It is pretty much an arms race, no doubt. So 1917, you think, is going to win the Best Picture, Parasite, uh, Best Foreign Film, Parasite won yep. SAG Award. And then um, I, think so your acting, I think your acting categories are probably locked in with uh, Renee Zellweger winning for Judy and oh, yeah. Joaquin winning for Joker. And then the supporting categories, you've got Brad Pitt for um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and Laura Dern for Marriage Story. I'm pretty sure, like, unless there's some random weird surprise, um, in the supporting categories, because that's usually where the surprise comes, I feel like those four are a lock. That would make sense, and we'll be right back, ladies and gentlemen, just a couple of minutes back. More with Kristen Burt and the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Saber and Bryant, whatever it takes. There you go. Yes. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. I got to be honest with you. Life gets better every day. When you don't care about the politics, when you won't get emotionally involved because everybody's screwing up everything, when you just laugh at it, you're going to love this guy. Do you ever hear of, you ever hear of Eric Adams? No. Is he a member of the Adams family? Not anymore. Uh, New York City mayoral hopeful Eric Adams is taking flack for a Monday speech about gentrification. Does anyone there know what Eric Adams said? Running for mayor of New York City. You know what he said? No idea. Go back to Iowa. You got it. Go back to Iowa and Ohio. (laughs) And here's a guy running for mayor, and I quote, New York City belongs to the people that was here and made New York City what it is. Was it? The people that was here? <laughs> the people that was here, yeah. Uh, are they recruiting dumber people by the day? Do you have to be incredibly ignorant to run for office now? Dad, for some Who wants to run to office? I don't want to run for office. Yeah. No, not me. Yeah. No. What, Alex? For somebody that doesn't care about it, you talk about it a lot. No, it's not talking about it. I'm just pointing out stuff. Literally, the guy can't even speak English, for Christ's sake. And you speak very he's passionately from New York. about someone that doesn't care. In New York, that makes him folksy and approachable. Yeah, that's probably true. That's probably true. No, I just, it's so amazing that the people are doing and saying the things that they're doing and saying. I just, it, it amazes oh, me. Ignorance is bliss when it comes to this kind of thing. No, no, no. That's how they got away with it in the first place. So ignorance is not bliss. You do have to talk about it. No, I mean, I just, I vote for people I believe in, and I forget about the rest. Did you hear what Hillary said about Bernie Sanders? Oh, yes. Nobody likes him. (laughs) Nobody likes you. Mm. (laughs) Uh, Does that really surprise you? That doesn't surprise me. He doesn't seem like a warm, fuzzy, kind of like, let's go and get a beer after work kind of guy. No, God, no. He wants to be in his armchair, like, yelling at the television. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He's like the the quintessential crotchety old man. Yes, he is. Yeah, Yeah, the the comparison has been made. He's Larry David. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, he, he is. Larry David. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up because Catherine and I watched the first episode of of, uh, Curb for this year. 
Anybody watched it? That's still happening. I was about to say. No idea. It was still, still running. Oh, yeah. Huh. It's a brand new season <laughs> that started. Like five years ago. Me too. It started this week. Have you seen it, Kristen? I haven't. Okay. Uh, Catherine laughed at it a lot more than I did. I, I need somebody to explain to me why he thinks that it's really funny to be a prick. You know, it's not. Oh, he's been his be, shtick. No, though. but, but he was yeah. crotchety before, but now he's a flat out jerk. Uh, I think he's always been a jerk. When I watched <laughs> it, I got. I tried to get into it like four years ago. I watched it on mm-hmm. whatever platform it was on from the very beginning. And right. That's one right. thing I didn't like about it is that it was just like he was antagonizing people just because that's what the show is about. Mm-hmm. It's like it's well, driven by the now. script writer's need for him to be mean. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they're walking. He's walking down the street. Oh, the one thing that's very funny about it, Kristen, I think you'd like this, and everybody else would like it as well. The one thing that's very funny is people keep mistaking Jeff Garland for Harvey Weinstein. Oh, <laughs> it's, it's very that funny. That is that was funny. Who invited you, you son of a? Because he sort of looks like him a little bit. A little bit. It was really, that part was very funny. But here's an example. So, so Larry David and, and Jeff Garland are walking down the street in New York City, and they walk by a stand of those Razor scooters, right? There's like eight or nine of them standing where they should be. They're all lined up in a row. Oh, like the electric scooter? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As they walk by, Larry David leans over and knocks them all down. Oh, How that's... is that funny? Well, yeah. I can see why that might be considered funny because a lot of people hate those scooters. I mean, yeah, they just hate them. They hate so that people are. Yeah, and uh, I think a lot of people would like to knock them over. <laughs> okay, well, see, uh, they don't bother me, so I, maybe that's what, yeah, I what I'm missing. Is yeah, I don't. Yeah, care. I have no strong feelings about them either. But a lot I of people. Angeles, they're all over the sidewalk, and you're trying to just walk, and they're in your way because people knock them over. Or while you're driving, right. people will, like to cut you off with a scooter. I'm like, you're on a scooter. You have no helmet. Yeah. If I didn't see you, you would right. have been right. run over by my Prius. I rode one in no, Nashville right. in a parking lot. Hmm. Yes, you did. It was a good time. Did a good job. Try. We had a regular no, a scooter when we were like 12. Yeah, we had Razor scooters. <laughs> we had actual Razor <laughs> Which scooters. Which I would <clears throat> never allow your kids to use. Ever have my kids ride a scooter if it has anything to do with anything that I choose. Because he, I, my nanny kid, lost a tooth at ooh. three. Wow. Well, at three, at they three. should definitely not be anywhere near a scooter. She no. was, like, on a scooter, and then my um, niece broke her arm on a scooter. And I guess, oh, no. yeah, they brought my niece into the emergency room to get her arm fixed, and they were like, oh, yeah, she was on a scooter. Mm. We get a, We get, like... At least one a day. I'm like, oh my god. Well, god can oh you, can man! You imagine yeah. back in the skater boy days. Oh my god, I can't even imagine. No. It's the same thing, but even more dangerous because there's no handlebar. Yeah. So. And the other thing about it that I was, I, I you know, I just thought, man, that's a pretty bold move. There are a couple of times during that first hour where he ridicules the hashtag Me Too movement, which is a, I didn't see that coming at all. No. Well, he's a powerful male in Hollywood. He probably doesn't like the Me Too movement. I guess. I mean, (laughs) he literally, uh, there there are women, one woman accuses him of, of ogling her all night long. And he said, no, 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 I was just looking at the, what was it, what did he want? The Pigs in a blanket. Pigs in a blanket. He wanted pigs in a blanket, and she was carrying him around. And he reaches over to grab one, and she turns away from him, because he and he ends up grabbing her right breast accidentally. Oh, dear. <laughs> That's kind of a weird thing to make fun of, isn't it? The yeah, Me Too movement? Oh, yeah, the Me Too movement's yeah. dead. I told you it was going to die. It was just going to sort of fade away yeah, because that's how Hollywood is, runs. I guess. Well, I think what I killed suppose. it really was when people started making the connection between the Me Too movement and, uh, you know, 200 years ago. That black man whistled at me, you know. That kind yeah, of thing. yeah, right. Because a lot of that did happen, and people realized that we've been through this before as a country, and it didn't go very we well have, back yeah. then. Took them a while, but no, you're hey. absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, it is unfortunate we have to go through these kinds of things, don't you? People are dumb. They yep. are. Sad, sad news here mm-hmm. out of uh, out of the Ozzy Osbourne camp. Apparently, he's got Parkinson's uh. disease. 
Isn't that sad? Yeah, it's so sad. It's not surprising, though. Like, when I saw no. the news, no. I was like, no. oh, that actually makes a lot of sense, honestly. Yeah. Honestly, that the amount of stuff he's on, he probably has had it for a long time. But yeah. those tremors mm-hmm. were being suppressed by all of those you know, yeah. downers that he's been taking. Because he's yeah. pretty yeah, old for a new Parkinson's diagnosis, isn't he? Yeah. 71. 71. Yeah. Well, it's, it's one of the degenerative uh, brain disorders, like it kind of related to Alzheimer's and, and those kind of uh, uh, things. So I thought, all, yeah. I thought Parkinson's was usually diagnosed at like 40 or 50. Yeah, but it's, it's, it can be, it can be diagnosed <laughs> older as well. It's usually, it usually, it usually afflicts people sooner, but still, just like. Uh, so is it can anything can yeah happen anytime and, and his yeah. son Jack has multiple sclerosis. I was gonna say yeah, he has MS. Oh, yeah. Ooh, it might it might be end up finding a genetic connection in yeah. fifty years yeah, from they're now. Very, they're mm-hmm. similar yeah. diseases. In yeah, that, ways. that kind of yeah. a demyel- demyelinating disease, and then yeah. something in the central nervous system, which is kind of similar related. Yeah, that's bad. But he's also but he's also he's rode that uh, horse hard and put it away wet. Yeah. You know, he's put a lot right. of stuff in his body. God mm-hmm. knows what that does. You never does. know. Yeah. 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 It is true. Um, 17-year-old Greta Thunberg says uh, she's changed the, the timetable. She now says we're all history in eight years. Mm. Oh, eight? Good for her. Good for her. Mm. Eight, eight years, eight. we're all going to be, we're screwed. Well, yeah, based she said, on we're all going to melt. I don't know what her eight-year timetable is, but I don't necessarily disagree. I'm like, I kind of feel like we're all just going to melt one day. No. You think so? Well, in California, you will. In <laughs> California, yeah. yeah. No, <laughs> where you stand. This winter has been so cold, my heating bill was ridiculous. Because we've been but down that's good, in the it? 30s at night. I'm like, wow, my heat is getting some major action this winter. Um, so it's been very different. We haven't had a lot of rain. So things always change up. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, when Greta Thunberg addressed world leaders at the Davos World Economic Forum last year, she memorably told them, your house is on fire. Uh, this year, our house is still on fire, she declared, adding that your inaction is fueling the flames by the hour. At one point, the 17-year-old climate activist dismissed a question posed to her on a panel about how she handles criticism as frivolous. I would like to say something that I think people need to know more than how I deal with haters before citing stats from the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. A massive immediate reduction in CO2 emissions is required. Well, you better talk to people in the Eastern Hemisphere because they're the ones that are mostly responsible for them. You keep pointing at Western Europe and the United States. We aren't even close. And what's nice about being polluters. Nice about going for her going to India and China and those places. She can get there by train. So that is yeah, a, true, it's yeah. a, there's a huge yeah. convenience for her. So she can get there by train, and you know maybe she should uh, start the preaching there and in uh, part of Africa as well. That w- because that a lot of it comes from there. Ninety mm-hmm. percent of the plastic in the ocean comes from like ten rivers, China and they're India. they're all in yep. either Africa or India. I think China's the well, most polluted China place too. I've ever visited. I had. Yep. Um, asthmatic symptoms there i'm not an asthmatic and when i returned to los angeles i was like wow i can finally breathe and we don't have great air quality no i disagree with you no your air quality in la may not be perfect but it is far better than in uh, the early 70s. The smog epidemic? Yeah. It, is, oh, God, yes. it is dramatically oh, yes. different. Be there, I will not disagree with that. You know, in the 70s, when I drove through there, I drove through um, uh, the valley three or four times going to Canoga Park to see my sister. And on about the fifth time, I looked around and go, where did these mountains come from? Mm-hmm. I couldn't see them from the 134. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't see them. I could not see the mountains from the 134. That's how bad it was. You it can is look a, up pictures, oh. of, like satellite pictures of L.A. back oh, then. Yeah. Well, maybe not satellite, but, you know, overhead pictures. And you can't even see the city. It's just yeah. like a cloud of smoke. So much so much so that if you when you drive from L.A. over into uh, Palm Springs, you yeah. see as much of a cloud there now as you see now in L.A. Mm. Because so many people really? have moved into Palm Springs and so many people driving around. Yeah, next time oh, you drive yeah. up and over, they yeah. get the inversions there, and you get you see this haze over that oh, that whole area, the Palm Springs, Indio, that area. Oh, it's, Phoenix is terrible, too. Yeah. When I lived in New York, I developed a scab over one of my eyeballs well. because it was rejecting the New York City air. Ew. It was disgusting. 
I was like, I went into, yeah, I went into urgent care and I was like, I don't know. I have this yellow weird thing covering my eye and it's getting bigger by the hour. And they were like, oh yeah, it's a scab actually. And your eye is just rejecting the air quality. Oh, it's trying to protect your eye Yum. from New wow. York City air. I was like, what? Oh, yeah, you get done with a day out in, in, in New York City. You you come home and you just you wipe your face. It's just like it's just, covered it, it feels in, like it has gravel on it. It's yeah. just filthy. Yes. Schmutz? Schmutz, yeah. I like schmutz. Oh, yeah. I like that word, schmutz. I say schmutz all the time. Fawn says it now, too. It's funny. One of the best things we could do about air quality and CO2 and all that stuff is not being such an urban-focused culture. We we all have to live in 700-story buildings, and we all have to, you know, take half an hour to go half a mile because the traffic is so bad because there's so many people crammed together. I I personally think a great a great thing they could do for every city to cut down on a lot of pollution is to just have a lot of streets not have cars on them and let people walk yeah, in safety. Yeah, they should ride honestly. their bikes in safety yeah. and just not because you don't need a one-way road every single street. Right. Yeah, like every, every other block. street is a one-way, yeah. Well, yeah, even every closing block. downtown square was one of the best things I think New York City did. Um, yes. A lot of traffic, and Los Angeles yes. should do the same with Hollywood and Highland because it's almost impossible to get around that area. Just shut it down. There's plenty of ways to go around, and um, that way it becomes easier for pedestrians to move around. Hmm. That's what they do in a lot of those uh, squares in Europe. They just don't let traffic come in there, and it's like uh, the only people that can use anything are they can bring Vespas in. Taxis for the handicapped. Yeah. That's it. Perfect. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and one of the nice things, even in Zermatt, Switzerland, they do that thing. The whole town is kind of shut down. If you own a home there, you can have a have a car there, and most of the the shuttles for the for the hotels are electric. So they've re- they've reduced uh, that sort of thing. The only way you get in there if, if you don't own a place there is by train. So that's a uh, nice reduction. Oh, I just got, I'm sorry. Yeah, well, that's a good thing. It is. It would be really nice. We will be right back. Kristen, another great week from you is all I have to say. Thank you for having me. I'll see you all next week. Sounds great. Thanks a lot. We'll be back. Hour two.